0: I'm your host, Derek Howard, Comic Book Noise, can be found at ComicBookNoise.com as part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to DeliberateNoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at ComicBookNoise.com, or you can call the audio comment line at 7... No. Okay. Anyway... I'm going to talk uh, very briefly about what I've been reading lately. Um, and a lot of this stuff is actually kind of old because I am way behind on my uh, consumption of pop culture, that we say. Um, I'm still not finished watching um Supergirl. <laughs> Or uh, Resident Alien, or um, or The Flash. I haven't even no. I haven't, I'm about to, I was about to say I haven't even started a uh, Superman and Lois, but I did end up watching the first episode uh, when it came out. I haven't watched it since, um, so I am very behind. Um, so much so that a lot of things that are, were on my poll list are no longer being published. Uh, I think there's a new um Aquaman series so the one that I was that was getting pulled is no longer getting pulled um I don't know about legion of superheroes um Lazarus rising is done velvet is done I believe so anyway so just i'm I'm way behind so if some of the stuff is um is new to me, even though you may be thinking, "What the hell?" That came out years ago. All right. Um, when I first started listening to uh, Comic Geek Speak, well, not first because uh, I think I started listening before he actually joined the show, but um, Adam Murdo, who, by the way, I've met. He's a, he's a very nice guy. Um, I remember him talking about how he was several years behind on his reading. And at the time, that was just something that just just it could not compute with me. Just did not click, you know. Um, I know I've, I've spoken about this before, but there are times when I'll go to the comic shop, uh, and I would get my comics. No poll list, so just so I'm going off the shelf. Uh, oh, this looks good. This looks good. Oh, back issues. Let me take a look at those. Hmm. What? $2.50 for a, for a back issue, are you crazy? Anyway, um, so I would buy the comics and I would go out, sit in my car and I would read like a comic book or two, right? Um, and then I would, <coughs> excuse me, then I would leave, but I wouldn't just leave. I'd have a comic book propped up on my steering wheel so that as I'm driving, I get to a red light, red lights only. I would look down and I'd read before the light change, You know, read a, read a page before the light changes. So, and then when I would get home, I'd sit in the in the uh, driveway or the parking lot, depending on where I was living. Um, I'd read another book or two before I go in the house, right? Um, and when I was married, um. I'd go straight to the bathroom when I read comic books. So, you know, they knew, oh, I was comic book day. So yeah, I was a neglectful father and husband. But only on comic book day. Only on new comic book day. Otherwise, I was just, um, yeah, just an ass. Anyway, um, just a long way of saying that, yeah, I'm behind, all right, um, but I'm, and I don't have that in front of me, so I'm just going off of memory of the last few things that I've read. Uh, the, the, the thing later I'll do on movies and stuff that I've watched um, because with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy um, volume 3 I'm all caught up I believe on no no there's also the Spider-Verse the new Spider-Verse movie so I'm almost all caught up on the Marvel cinematic universe uh, there's the Flash movie, which I don't even know if I want to see that. Um, and I'll, will talk about that. And it's not just because of Ezra Miller's, um, gross fuckery over the past few years. Um, DC really shit the bed when it came to Flash because I don't know if people remember this, but when the TV show came out, was it seven, eight years ago now? (laughs) The exact same day that the show... Well, why not the same day? But the same week that the show um, debuted, they were talking about making a Flash movie with with an entirely different cast. You know, so it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to cut the balls off of this one because we care more about the movies, but the movie it came out so long after the TV show, that TV show pretty much ran its course. And some people think it even went a little bit too long in the tooth. Um, so that just showed me that they didn't really care about the TV show. So, and the, the good part is that that let the TV show do whatever the hell they wanted to do. I'm sure like Arrow. They did not give a shit about Arrow. You cannot convince me that, that the people who are in charge Of the DC Cinematic Universe gave even half a fuck. Not even one partial stroke about um, Errol. Errol started getting a little bit more popular. And so much so that DC Comics said, you know what? We've done pretty much shit all with, with Ollie over the past few years. Let's actually make him a focal point of our universe right i mean it worked for for marvel and uh iron man because i think people forget that iron man was was not an a-level superhero before the movie came out and now he's like in the midst of everything um but that's how it was with arrow arrow was like green arrow was over to the side and then once the tv show actually started to take off they started integrating more of The TV show into the comic books, you know, which which was cool. But uh, (laughs) you could tell that they hit it big when they when the TV show is no longer allowed to use characters for the uh, suicide squad. You know, I mean, they had uh, a dead shot. They had um, Amanda Waller. They even had in a very, 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 very brief cameo that only if you knew, you knew. Uh, Harley Quinn, you know, very brief. Um, and then they would tell, oh yeah, yeah, you can't use any of those characters because we have big plans for them. Okay. They really just should have let Berlanti do what the hell he wanted to do. But anyway, um, (laughs) where was that? Oh yeah. (laughs) So the Flash movie, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Um, I didn't see it when it was in the theaters. It turns out it's it's a huge bomb. I guess having a, uh, a movie come out around the same time as a as a popular TV show with all different characters and a um, and a lead who is problematic at best. Uh, was it really good for the bottom line. Well, anyway, plus I guess that's probably woke nonsense. Whatever fuck that's supposed to mean nowadays. Anyway, um, I think. The, Nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna go off on a political rant. I think we all know how I feel about, um, the right-wingers. I'm just, I'm not a fan. Alright? And I'm not to say conservatives, because to me, people who are conservatives are different from the, the, the modern-day right-wing. Alright? Just like they think that, um, no, they don't. I'm about to give them credit for something that I'm not gonna Anyway, so what I've been reading. Um, for years years um I've been getting I've been on the um oh not Titan uh two thousand and one AD Jesus not two thousand one 2000 uh mailing list where I get um review you know digital review copies and stuff um in fact I talked about judge dread America on here before which I, Really enjoyed, really enjoyed. Um, but unfortunately, I really haven't had a chance to to read a whole bunch of uh, of stuff from 2000 AD. I mean, um, and I, they give me links, and I don't even really like to download unless I'm going to talk about it. So I've really been downloading. Um, but I decided I was going to just grab a, a bunch of stuff. So I grabbed uh, four titles. I've only read two of them because these are Judge Dredd collections, so they are very long, all right, um, but the one that I, I started with was called Hell Trekkers, um, I'd never heard of, and apparently this is, you know, like America, one of the more, um, uh, uh critically acclaimed things from, um, Judge Dredd, the whole, I don't know, Dreddverse, um, and it starts off in mega city one where there's a bunch of basically pilgrims who want to leave mega city one to go through basically the badlands to get to uh, i forgot what they call it that it's their form of like um a sanctuary slash paradise um it's a place far away from from Mega City 1 where people can go to restart their lives. You know, if they're, they're pieces of shit in Mega City 1, maybe they won't be pieces of shit somewhere else. But, it's, um, it's, uh, it's bad terrain, right? Uh, that's just trying to put it nicely. If you've ever seen, um, Oh, Stagecoach, the old Western Stagecoach. Uh, it's been done uh, a couple of times that I can remember of. Uh, the first one that I recall was starring um, John Wayne as a young man. So I'll let you know how long ago that was. And I believe that there was another one. Um, I want to say in the 70s, but I think it might have been like a TV made for tv movie um can't remember who starred in it but anyway it's just like that it's that a little bit of wagon train where they're going from point a to point b and it's a lot more about the characters um mm, i take that back <laughs> stagecoach is a lot more about the characters uh wagon train which is a tv show western uh, was also more about the characters as it had to be. This is a lot about um, oof, what if uh, George R. R. Martin wrote <laughs> a Wagon Train because they introduce a bunch of characters and they get you to like a bunch of characters. And damn it, a lot of those characters that you like or gain mm-hmm. some sort of affinity for. They don't make it to the end. I mean, this is like one of the most brutal um, comic book stories I've ever read. Um, In uh, a lot of uh, Western media, um, TV shows, comic books, there, there are really two things that they don't do. They don't kill off kids and they don't kill off pets you know unless it's like the revolving thing around the story they just don't like just like oh here's a pet oh you love this pet oh the nice cuddly pet uh yeah you did You kind of don't do that yeah the you had no guarantees in this story um no 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 no, no. uh ah, there's this one part i don't want to spoil it um it just it came out of nowhere um but yeah, it. I don't, I can't remember who wrote it. I can't remember who drew it. I can't remember it. All I remember is reading it and just being really sucked into the story. Right. Because it's less about, oh, these, oh, I like this character. Um, I hope he makes it to the end. It's more like, okay, I like this character. How they gonna fuck him up? You know, <laughs> for a while that it was just more about how gruesome can these people die? Right. Um. But anyway, the judges are in the very beginning. They're just, like, escorting people. They're, they're, they're watching people leave, you know. They're just like, you know, you leave, can't come back. And they're just like, yeah, what, well, I don't want to come back. And a lot of people are just like, ooh, maybe they didn't want to leave. Anyway, so if you ever get a chance, uh, Hell Trekkers. A really good story, really good story. Um, and then I'm reading a, currently reading a um another uh judge I think it's called Judge dread Crime Files, maybe volume twenty one or twenty two. And so these are a bunch of short stories. Um and it's weird, even though I read hell trackers which is very little to do with the um do with uh Judge dread In fact I don't even know if that was Judge Dread in the beginning of the book. Um And I read America, which had a lot more about Judge Dredd, but he was like on the periphery, right? And I saw both the Judge Dredd and Dredd movies. All of that, I still know very little about the character. And so as I'm reading these stories, a lot of them are short stories, not just about Judge Dredd, but about a bunch of other um, judges. And um, I have a lot of questions. That I'm just gonna just read through. If I have more questions, I'm just gonna read. Through. I'm just gonna keep those questions in my head. I don't need you know the instant gratification of knowing the answers, um, but they're really good. Uh, these are all different writers, different artists, so the quality kind of varies. And I'm not saying the quality of the artwork. I'm just talking about the quality of of what I like. You know, there are certain types of uh, art styles I I just don't like okay um and there's certain writing styles I just don't like um not that they are bad right because one of the most popular um I was talking about I was talking with uh my family last night about comic book uh characters and uh writers (laughs) and uh as everybody knows, to me, at the top of the list on the writers is, is Alomar. I think he's like the best, right? Um, then there are other people who, who I will put very high on the list, who others may not, right? Like, uh, uh, Robert Lauren Fleming, I put him very high on the list, right? Um and then there's some people who others would put very high on the list that I just wouldn't. Uh, and there's like one person who is very popular, extremely popular, probably one of the most popular comic book writers out there today. Um, a lot of my friends are really big fans. I just can't stand the guy. <laughs> I can't stand his work. It's just like, eh, OK, but I'm not going to this is not about slagging off anybody. It's just letting you know that if you're going to read um the Judge Dread crime files, I'm Hopefully, I will remember to put links to the stuff in the show notes for those what, twelve of you who come to the website on a semi-regular basis. Um, just realized going from one story to the next, it, it's like different. It's these are this is an anthology series, right? Um, and I'm like some anthology series. Like if I was going to make an anthology series, I would try to get people who's artwork um complemented each other you know so that it, you could go from um oh let me think of my, my murderers row who would i would want to put um you know go from from alan hughes to stefan rue um though because those guys have a similar art style maybe even a, a frank show you know have those in, in an issue together right um <laughs> Or you have a uh, doc Shaner and and uh, Jamie McKelvey and uh, Mark Laming all in the same book stuff like that because those you know these are all people that I like right um so you have those but in but in the in these books they are drastic because they're just like okay here's a scrap that's really. <laughs> Uh, so let's just call it a minimalistic style. And the next one we have this guy who's like ultra detailed. And then somebody really scratching. Somebody really clean lines. And it's just like, okay, that's, that's, that's the land of, uh, of Judge Dread. Anyway, so yeah, I've been reading. Oh wow, this is not a short episode. Like I thought it was going to be. So anyway, um, uh, hold on a second. I don't even know why I said hold on a second. I just could pause and wouldn't even know if I just, then pause, and then you wouldn't have known, you know, you wouldn't know, I don't know why I said that, anyway, um, speaking of Evan, Doc Shainer, who is one of my, uh, favorite pencilers out there right now, I've been reading, I read his book, um, oh, crap, I can't remember the name of it now, shit, oh, it's, a uh, it's, uh, the Shazam book, but what, this one is about Mary Marvel instead of, uh, Billy, um, it was very real very real well written very well written the artwork knocked out of the park the colors everything about it but they had the one problem <laughs> that DC and Marvel has continuously done that wants to just like drive me crazy um DC more than Marvel uh I want to say that um I'm reading this, is it's a it's a collection. Shit, I wish I could remember the Might the Might of Shazam? Ugh. Anyway, it's um this is it's a it's a it's a mini series. It's a story of Mary Marvel, and apparently there's like it was a four issue series, and then there's like an extra issue of something totally else, like a different crossover event story, right? Um, and keep that in mind right? you have the the complete story and then you have like another story but just keep that in mind for a second all right? um, and it's all about Mary Mara who wants to go off to college and away from her family Um, she's lost her powers the rest of the kids have all lost their powers when Billy who's now the wizard and he's off uh, cut off from the power, and then next thing you know, she gets her powers, the rest of them don't, okay, and so she's trying to juggle going to school, um, along with, you know, her family obligations, Uh, um, it's, 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 it's a good story, it's a cute story, they made references that I had no clue, and there was no, like, um, um, there's no setup, you know, there's not a, like a, there's no page saying, okay, at this point in time, you know, Billy is here, the powers have been lost, this is the status quo for the family, they didn't, they didn't do any of that, it's just like, you had to read the whole thing, okay, okay, all right, now I get it, um, which is, which is okay, but there is, there's sometimes, it's like, come on, give me some kind of context, right, Every comic is somebody's first. Right? That used to be. I don't know how that, much it is nowadays. But this is the first time I read. This is the first time I heard about this book. Right? And I had no clue what was going on. I had to read the whole thing before I, I got a, a clue. And then there's some like future Lazarus. Lazarus planet. Something like that. Which was like a story at the very end. That I guess dealt with. Billy coming back and keeping his power and Mary still having her power and they were going to go off to do something else. I don't know. It was like it wasn't exactly a cliffhanger. It was more like you know the uh, the um, the adventures will continue in you know. Um. Hmm. And so, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I I don't like that. Because, like I said, if it's not in context, who who the hell knows what's going on? Okay. Um, So, to me, I recommend Hell Trekkers. I recommend the the Judge Dredd Case Files, whatever number it was. If you are a fan of Evan Shaner's artwork, and who you should be, I mean, very, very good artist, um, then I would, then I would highly recommend this book, um, if you're one of these insane people who think he's just okay, um, you may want to just, like, unless you're, unless you're completely assuming you get all of the Lazarus Planet stuff, and I'm almost positive it's Lazarus Planet, um, Then this is a soft recommendation, you know. I, I still recommend it, but it's, it's soft. If you're, unless you're, like I said, a Shayner, um, a fan or a, or a planet, Laz- Lazarus planet completist, then yeah, you might still like it. If you like the movies, the power of Shazam, of, uh, Sh- Shazam and power of Shazam, I don't know, Firewalk with the Gods, whatever it was called, which I saw and I liked. Um which I believe also dealt with the kids losing their power. I don't remember it. Am I getting the two mixed up? No, 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 I'm not. Anyway. Um Yeah. You might like it. It's, yeah, like I said, soft recommendation Now, I just said that I did not like the way they just like tacked on a story at the end. Where it's like, oh, if you want to read the continuing adventures, go here, right? Um, remember that little bit of hypocrisy, because I'm about... Remember that that statement, because I'm about to be a hypocrite in a second. Anyway, um, also I've been reading Betty and Veronica uh, Senior Year, which apparently came out in 2019, did not know, or 2018, i do not think about it. But anyway, it's... it's um, it's not the classic uh, Dan Parent slash Dan DiCarlo um, Betty and Veronica. This is more of the, of the, remember when Mark Wade took over the book, Mark Wade and Fiona Staples? I think it's that line of um, Betty and Veronica. But it's different, different stories. See, that's the thing about Betty and Veronica and all of the Archie stuff. They like almost all have their own continuity for each um, for each thread, I guess. Anyway, so this is about them uh, in their senior year of high school. And the blurb says it is a great um, example of uh, female friendship. You know, friendship between women. I think they said female friendship. anyway, I thought it was very good, very well written. The artwork was was okay. Um, the problem is, is that the artists. Oh shit! Whose name I can't remember. Um, inked their own work. And you could tell that it was digital ink. And you could tell because sometimes the lines were thin. Because, you know, I, I love me a thin line. And sometimes they were really thick. Um, and that led to some inconsistencies from page to page. But, I mean, you could tell it was the same artist, but still. Just, I don't know. Oh, crap, I can't remember who it was, though. I'm just, just totally, you know if you don't like, Oh God. Somebody once did a review of comic book noise saying that if you, if you like an empty rant, then this is the podcast for you. Uh, and of course there's the, the, the long ago, the one, um, that I remember is the guy who said that, uh, listening to comic book noise made him want to smash his earbuds, his iPod which okay back when I was younger when I was a young man uh was it like 40 something <laughs> 30 late 30s whatever it was uh oh by the way I'm 56 today so no so I had have been 51 maybe no ah, who cares anyway um but yes by the way I'm recording this on my 56th birthday um so I mean, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Anyway, the guy said he wants to smash his earbuds. Um Somebody else also complained that I uh, wasn't very. I didn't do my research. It's like, no, I rarely do my research. I'm doing this shit off the top of my head. I think anybody who's listened to more than one show can. Even if you've listened to one show, I think like part way through, you're just thinking, so this motherfucker's making it up as he goes along, this shit's coming off the top of his head, right, every now and then I might have a book in front of me, but even then, it's just so I can see who wrote and drew the books, it doesn't tell me like, "Oh, like your, um, page 14, panel 3, down on the left side, look in that corner, it's like, like, a little bit of detail, I like that, no, and by the way, yes, I have seen reviews of comics that try to get into that much detail it's like yeah okay i'm not i'm not not doing all that um but i wish i could just remember but like i said going off the top of my head uh don't care anyway um but what i liked is it told a complete story of their um their senior year right which dealt with uh misunderstand this is archie books so there's misunderstandings there's love triangles, there's <laughs> there's all kinds of, of teenage angsty stuff um, that all works out in the end, you know. But at the very end of that book, they gave, uh, I think it's issue one of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which, you know, Ended on a on a on a on a on a story beat, right? Because uh, it's the end of the first issue, and then it's like, if you want to read more, pick up the Sabrina the Teenage Witch coming out in 2019, and that's when I realized, oh wow, this book is a lot older than I thought. And even though I did not like it <laughs> when Shazam, when DC did it with Shazam, I liked it when Archie did this because when I finished reading, I was like, damn, I want to read this Sabrina the Teenage Witch book. You know, when I did not get that from the Lazarus planet. Um, and I think it, I think I might have been a little bit more forgiving with Lazarus planet. With that Lazarus planet tie in, if it didn't use the same characters that I was just reading, you know. So, you know, I read about Billy and I, No, actually, I read about Mary, I read about the vil- and I read about that and then boom, here's Billy, and now we're going off on a different adventure, it's like, okay, but with the, um, Betty and was a complete story, end of the story, hey, you might be interested in this, you know, which is a totally different book, totally different characters, none of the characters from the first, <laughs> Jesus Christ, all right, sorry, um, all right. So the, the, they're totally different stories, you know, so I kind of like that. All right. Now, last one I'm going to talk about, because it's like I said, I, I actually only want to talk for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm going over twice that time. Um, I don't know where I got this book from. I believe it was part of a Kickstarter rewards digital set. I don't remember exactly where. But it's called Biff Stone Monster Hunter for Hire, <laughs> right? And I'm reading this. And by the way, there's one more thing after Biff Stone. Um, I'm reading this, and just by the just by the cover, I'm like, what the hell? I mean, this is this guy looks like. Um, I want A lot of people are saying. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, there was a letter section of the end and then people were comparing him to looking like uh Magnum P.I. when actually to me he looked more like Lee Horsley is Matt Houston. Which as I'm reading, that's when the guy the, the 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 writer said, oh yeah, you know, I kinda want him to look like, you know, <laughs> Lee Horsley from uh Matt Houston, because that's what I got. Um so this is the 70s guy with and he's he's fighting demons with a flaming sword. And I'm reading this and I'm like what the hell is this book? I'm absolutely loving it. It's by uh, Gallant Comics. That much I do remember. By Gallant Comics, um, they also put out uh, was it? John Amon, the Amazing Man, um, and I want to say like Miniature Man. So they, what they do is they, they take they take uh, public domain characters and they create new stories. Um, and so apparently Biff Stone was a as a character, and, uh, the story, the quick story is that he, um, he was around in the 70s or so, I believe, he was around in the 70s, got sent to a different dimension, and now he's back in modern day times, but he still looks the same, and he's, still, I mean, this, it was pretty cool as I'm reading it, um, so I'm probably gonna see if I can find more of the book, um, but anyway, going back, uh, but yeah, Biff Stone, Man Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter for Hire. It's not cheesy. It sounds cheesy. It's not cheesy. It's not wacky. It's not zany. It's actually good. Um, last thing I want to talk about. When I was reading the um, Betty and Veronica uh, senior year, there's a, a forward, which, you know, I usually try to skim over those really quick before I actually start reading the comic book part. And they were mentioning Betty and Veronica, how how versatile these two characters are. You can plug them in anywhere. You know, they had them um, in a a, um, post-apocalyptic landscape um, going up against zombies, you know. And then they made a mention to, they even started their own um, girl biker gang. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, oh, God, nah. That sounds ridiculous. I'll probably try to hunt it down one day. Put the book down, turn around, go to the next book on a pile. And it's Betty and Veronica Vixens, which is a story about them as a girl biker gang. So I will be talking about that one uh, in a little while. But for right now, I'm... uh... Oh, one last thing before I get done. At the very end of this Episode and most of the episodes, if not all the episodes, you will hear my youngest child making a bunch of noise. I was told that the last two words were daddy. Okay, so blah, 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 daddy. So don't know if that's true or not. Um, memories are vague, obviously, but anyway, yeah, so right now I'm done. <laughs> Oh, I've got so much stuff to talk about in so little time. But right now, like I said, truly, I'm done making a lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.